0: Blog Talk Radio You're a man When to receive the magic. The, life of the magic good morning, everyone, and welcome to Go Within or Go Without Radio. I am your host, Daniel Gutierrez, and I am glad to be back on the air after a very long break um, in December. I took a break because I was in Peru, and then January and February um, were testing at the best. Um, My dear, loved mother passed away on February 18th, and she was buried just a few days ago on February 22nd. And I felt like I needed to get back on the air and to share my experiences, because today um, the feelings of of sorrow um, have been subdued and a feeling of connectivity with her has been, I guess, sort to speak. So, um I do also want to encourage you if you want to call in uh and and join in on this conversation. If I have a few minutes, I will I will bring you in. The the number is 646-668-8847. So, I want to share with you my my experience during her last A couple of weeks or last couple of months uh, she went back into the hospital in January and began began quite a decline Uh, I flew back to Dallas where she's at I live in Los Angeles uh, to spend time with her and then uh, flew back a couple of times uh, before she passed away and one of the things that 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 kind of um, came to mind is that love hurts love hurts just like love is is Beautiful, and love is kind uh love hurts, and that's part of our human journey is to experience that and and one of the things that that I felt so happy about joyful about was that I was allowing myself to be present in that pain and present in that in that experience of my humanness, as many of you know who are connected to me via uh social media, I was very open with my feelings and very open with the way that I expressed myself about what I was going through. And I'm not going to sit here and and say that it wasn't painful. It was painful. Uh, However, it was in in the ability to stay focused in the moment, not allowing myself, my human condition to carry me into the past or into the future, but stay present. And I can remember sitting in the hospital late at night watching my mother struggle to, to breathe, and thinking to myself, was I living my true potential? You see, my mother lived in Midlothian, Texas, and I lived in Los Angeles. I was the only child of hers that lived away from her. And there was a time early on in, our, in, our, in, our, in, our, in my life that my mother had called me and said, you know, Danny, that's what she called me, Danny boy, when are you coming home? And I said, I'm not, mother. I said, mother, you have to share me with the world now because I have a mission. I have a passion that I have to live out, and that is to be of service to all of mankind. And I'm sorry, mother, that I'm not going to come to live there, but I hope you'll be proud of me. And I, and I do know that she was very proud of me. But as I sat there listening to her breathe in the early morning or the early evening, I asked myself if I was living my true potential. Had the sacrifice that we both made to not be close to each other physically, had that sacrifice been worth something? was i living my true potential or was i or had i given in to the the life's hurts life's pains life's way of knocking us down and what i realized in that moment was that i had life beat me down and not to say that i wasn't successful not to say that i was doing things in life but life had beat me down in twenty uh, in two thousand ten, almost seven years ago. I had went through a divorce, and I was still beat up because of that. It was an ugly divorce. I had I had been president of an organization in New York City, and I left there with my tail between my legs because it was a very difficult presidency, and it had beat me up. This all happened at the same time, and for the last seven years, although I had been out there traveling to Peru and doing the things that I'm doing, I had not been living my true potential because I had gotten beaten down. And there as I watched my mother struggling to breathe, I said, who am I to let little things, things that had gotten in my way? I had not been living up to my true potential And I had not been honoring the sacrifice that we both made. My mother made a sacrifice of not having her her oldest son there. And I made a sacrifice by being alone many times. And as I thought that, I just sat there and I thought, wow. My mother had one of her brothers come in. And (laughs) as she's lying there in the hospital fighting for her life, her brother said to her, I got a cold. And my mother looks up at him and says, You ain't you ain't got nothing. <laughs> what about you? I mean, are you living your true potential? Are you let have you let life beat you down? You know, love hurts, but it doesn't have to knock you down. Love hurts. And it's part of the human experience. It's part of living in this this body form and if we don't experience the pain and the hurt of a loved one it's been said that that the amount of pain is in direct proportion to the amount of love that you had for that person and if that's true then i had a whole lot of love and during her last two months i got a chance to show her i wrote a poem that's called our journey together and it reads like this. You fed me when I was young. I fed you when you were sick and frail. You helped me to learn to walk. I helped you when you needed help. You stroked my hair to comfort me, and I stroked your hair to comfort you. You encouraged me to fly and to reach for my dreams. I encouraged you to let go and let your spirit fly. Through all the years you took care of me and on your final days, I took care of you. Today I say goodbye to the physical you, Mother. I know someday you will welcome me, and together we shall be. Goodbye, Mom. It's okay. If you're struggling with the loss of a loved one, if you're struggling with the loss of a relationship, then struggle with it a little bit. But be present and do the things that show up. Like for me, it was to be there and to comfort her and to feed her, to laugh with her and to reminisce with her so that the pain of losing her wouldn't go on forever. And so as I sat there wondering had I lived my true potential, Or could I live more fully to honor her sacrifice and my own? There was something else that was bothering me. And what was bothering me was had I stood in my own truth, living your own potential is being able to stand in your truth. You see, a lot of the sorrow that we feel and the sadness that we feel when a loved one passes or when we we leave a relationship is not the fact that really that it happened. It's it's the regret of not being able to be present with that person when we had them. And in those moments when I when I was there and I took her to the hospital and I took her to 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 all of the, the appointments and I, I I was I was able to stay present enough to be with her. But there was something bothering me that was a little bit scary for me. Did my mother know me? Had I shared with her who I was and who I'd become over the last 20 years? And here's the thing that, that, that I didn't want to regret. I didn't want to regret I didn't want to regret not being me. And so the first time I went to see her in the hospital, I took my palo santo from my sacred wood. It's kind of like sage, but it's a South American thing I bring from Peru. And I brought my condor feathers, and I I, I brought my crystals, and I wanted to do ceremony for her, and I wanted to help her, but something in me just couldn't do it. I didn't want people to laugh at me. I didn't want people to my mother to think I was crazy and so I didn't do it I didn't do it and I remember coming home and thinking gosh was that a missed opportunity had I stood in my truth was I being myself or was I still on her last days trying to hide who I was you see love hurts when we regret the things we did not do when somebody was living, and so I got another opportunity as I traveled back last week on the um, to be with her on right before um, Valentine's Day, and actually it was Valentine's Day. The day that I was coming back, I had taken my son, and and I was excited about just being there with him. And so I took my Palo Santo and I took my crystals and I took my condor feathers. And on that day, Valentine's Day, which is just not, I was about to leave and something in me said, don't leave without doing the ceremony, don't regret anything, no matter what people are going to say. I didn't want my heart to hurt because I didn't live in the moment. And so I walked into her room, and there she was, because we had brought her home for her last days, and she was lying in bed. And And I walked up to her, and I said, Mother, I'm going to do ceremony for you. And the goal of doing the ceremony was for her to free her spirit to go home. And so I, I began to burn. She had been laying there in quite a bit of pain, and her hands were were in a fist. They were in a fist. And I said, Mother, I'm going to do this ceremony for you, and I just want you to relax. And at the time, it was just me and the nurse. And I began to do the ceremony, and as I took the condor feathers and I lit the Palo Santo and I began to pray to the Apus in Peru and, and to the Himalayans to bring that energy into the Creator and, 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 and ask her to be free, to free herself, to not allow herself to be in this pain that she was in. Her hands unclenched, and she opened her eyes, and she said, oh, I love that. And she relaxed and fell asleep. And in that moment, I felt so good to allow myself to be me, to stand in my own truth, to express my authentic self to my dying mother. I hugged her. I cried, knowing that I'd never see her alive again. And I walked out of the room to grab my luggage to head to the airport. And as I composed myself, my brother came running in, and he said, hey, mom opened her eyes and said, she wants you to do that ceremony again. And I said, wow, okay. But this time, there was something in me, because I was wearing a medicine bag, and there was something in me that said, leave her something. And so I took this very special Vogel crystal out of my bag, and I hand and I took it in there, but this time everybody was in the room, my sisters, my brothers, my stepfather, the nurse. And, and so I decided to do the ceremony out loud. This time I was not as afraid, and it was for my mother and for me to not only release her from her pain and invite her to take her journey to the other world, it was for me to stand in my truth and believe in the, in the gifts and the powers that the Creator had given me. And there I was, having the opportunity of a lifetime in that present moment to help my mother transition. And so I did the ceremony again, and this time I prayed out loud, and I prayed to the Apus again, the mountains, the Machu Picchu, Sancante, Patetusan, and I prayed to the Himalayas, and I prayed to the Creator, and then I did a prayer. For those that were in the room that believed in Jesus, and I prayed to boot and I prayed to everything because I was so happy in that moment, being standing in my truth and so as I left, I left the Palo santo there the, the a piece of it there, I lit a Palo Santo incense in the room so that it would get into the fabric so my mother could continue to smell it, and I left that vogel crystal there that I had been silently told to leave I left it there and my mother gave me the greatest gift of all in her dying moments I got a call from my sister to let me know that my mother had passed and of course I was sad we're all sad when somebody we love passes it's human but she, she said my she said something that made it all okay she says, that crystal that you left, mother, she died with it in her hand. And what my mother was saying to me, what, what what my mother was displaying as she always had with the big heart that she had was be yourself, Daniel. I accept you just the way you are. You are my son and I will love you no matter what. When I got to Midlothian to go to the, to see her in her viewing. I looked in her hand and she still had the crystal. And I went, I had brought a condor feather and I put a condor feather in there as well. Tools for the afterlife. I stood in my truth. I expressed my authentic self. And in that moment, I found peace. So if you're, if you're experiencing the, love of a loss, uh, the loss of a loved one or you're going through it, be yourself and know that's what they would want. That's what they would want. There are so many wonderful things that happened along that time. And I am proud that I was there for my mother in her moments of, of, of need and moment, her last moments. And today, I don't feel sad because I feel her presence around me. I, not only my the condor is my spirit guide, and now I have another one. It's my mother. And so I want to say to you today, for those of you that might be hurting, might be in the because I know that, that that I got several calls from people who either lost a loved one on the same day last year or had also lo- lost a father or a mother on the same day. I guess what I'm saying in a nutshell is don't have any regrets. Fix what needs to be fixed. And then you don't have to mourn for years or months or weeks. You can be in the glory of a possibility and excitement that that spirit is freed. I got to help my mother transition and set her spirit free. What a gift that was. And she said thank you by holding on to that crystal until her last breath. So I want to take a few minutes and and thank everybody that that, – that called me, that texted me, that emailed me, that sent me social media love. It's amazing the hundreds of, of condolences. and, But the most important things or the most important connections for me were those that called me, those that took the time to call, and those who went the extra mile to make sure that either I had what I needed or supported what I was doing or just loved me enough to call or be with me. And I want to thank um, um, Stella Togo, who was very um, connected at the time and making sure, uh, even if it was through text, we talked a bit. Adam King, oh, my gosh, to Sarah Method. Oh my! I can't even say enough about your, your network. Um, thank you so very much for what you did. Uh, Dondi Skumachi, I don't even know if I said that right. She made it possible for me to take my son so that my my son could see my mother before she passed. Thank you for your love in doing that. It meant the world to me. It was the beginning of a very difficult journey for me those two weeks. Um, getting a call from my dear friend Don Miguel Reese telling me that everything was going to be okay. I mean, how busy can you be if a man like that has time to make a call? And he called not only my phone, he called every phone number I had to get a hold of me, and he finally did. And um, I want to thank also Deanna Harrington, who took me out and, and the day that my mother was buried and said, your mother would want you to go out and have fun, so let's go have fun, and we did. And I got to go out to a place I used to go to in Dallas and dream. I used to dream about my life and my world and remember who I am. You know somebody that's going through anything. Have compassion for them. Compassion, true compassion is being able to be with someone in their pain without taking it on. You don't have to say anything. I love the conversations. uh, Teresa de Golbar thank you for calling me and saying Daniel you don't have to say anything and I just cried sometimes it's not that you have anything to say it's just that you took the time to make the call Valerie Shepard also called me thank you (sighs) well the end of our show today And I want to say to you that love hurts. It's part of life. It's part of life. Experience it. It's part of our humanity. Transform it and transmute it into living love and being a living memorial for that person. The greatest gift you can give someone is to be a living memorial, to show them. How much you cared. Thanks before I go. Uh, we're going to have um, uh, April 28th and 30th, Leslie Myberg from Peru, my shaman from Peru, come to do plant medicine in Arizona, Sedona. So if you want to know more about that, you can get a hold of me. I have trips to Peru, uh, May, June, and July. These are going to be very powerful because of the what I've been through and the, some of the ceremonies that I want to have. Um, I have a memorial fund for my mother, and you're free to uh, connect with that either through Facebook or you can go right to this show, and there's a button there. Um, Don't forget to live. Take a deep breath. Recognize that death is a part of life. Be mindful of those friendships around you that are deep. Pay attention to the people that reach out to help you. And for your loved one, be present enough that when they do pass, you have no regrets. I'm going to play a song in closing. I want to say, if no one has said to you today, let me be the, for the last to say to you, I love you and it's going to be okay. Stand in your truth. Be your authentic self, and all will be well. I'm going to play a little bit of James Taylor's You've Got a Friend on the way out. Thank you for joining me on Go Within or Go Without Radio, and I will talk to you next week. Namaste. care, And nothing, all oh, nothing is going right. Just close your eyes, think of me. Yes, and soon I will be there to brighten oh, up all living dark.